This is Carl. You should follow me on Twitter. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. We're watching a full-length movie on YouTube. We'd like you to go find your YouTube, type in a movie that we're going to watch, and listen to our podcast at the same time. That's the concept. Carl, what's the movie today? Today we are watching Shaft in Africa, 1973, and that's what you put in your search engine from YouTube. Shaft in Africa, 1973. Okay, well, uh, and uh, I, I, okay, who's hosting it? Okay, the publisher I like. Let me just pull oh, this sorry. up yes, and shift down. It's HJ. All right, so we, uh, give me one second, I lost sound. Sure. Carl? Yes. Okay. Carl, you can say whatever you want. I can't hear you. Okay, so um, it's uh, the the publisher we like is HJS Hussein Juma Shambi. Perfect. All H right. Period J period S. Sounds Hussein good. Shambi. Yeah. And I also got sound back. I know we were having two conversations at once, but we uh, usually have our countdown king here, Paul Mraba, but he is out due to carnival. This is the May 26, 2019 mm-hmm. episode, and every uh, year, that's the time for Carnival here in the Mission District of San Francisco, where MutinyRadio.fm streams our show live every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or you can just follow our podcast at LWAFLM or YT, or check us out on our YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T where the movies and the podcast have been slavishly put in place together in sync for your enjoyment by Carl himself. Yes. Alright, good. Let's watch this movie. Labor of Love. It is a great labor of love. You've got like at least two dozen movies, episodes of our show on there. About 2,000. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, so uh, we are hovering our little key uh, because Paul Brumbaugh is not here. We have in his proxy, will you please give it up? For the fabricated voice of Paul Brumba. Let's get ready to Brumba! All right. All right, kiddies, you know the drill. Get your finger hovering over that play button, and in three, two, one, go! All right, here we go. Oh. It's Africa already with a lion. I know, it's Africa already. We have a lion, Leo. Leo, uh, huh. the lion. See, they lied. There are lights in the at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> right, I don't see the lights at the end of the tunnel. I see the start of it. it what says, we're seeing here is a bit of a dungeon, and we'll return to the scary place at uh, the end. So that wasn't a subway station. We're right. not. We're not in New York City. We're not in Times Square. <laughs> not yet. All right. It's a big mansion. That's right. We are in Paris, France right now. Oh. And we are watching Ooh, la, la. Uh, a guy yeah. who is escaping because they found out he's a spy. Okay. I'm just going to ruin it for you. That's one of the best things I do is ruin movies. Yeah. This is the son of the Emir of Kaman. The son of the Emir of Kaman. His name is Ramallah. And Ramallah um, was spying Amir. on this... Uh illicit, illegal, Parisian espionage. Now they've caught him. Okay, now we're in... And there's the Champs-Élysées. No, that's that's Washington, D.C. That's the capital down there. <laughs> no, they're <Ooh>. in Paris. <laughs> Washington totally bit off of Paris. 
totally. the way, I think you already know it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Washington was obsessed with it. He's like, we have. They have to build the Statue of Liberty. They give it to us. Right. So we don't want this thing. So these are the bad guys, right? He's got a car phone that works. Yeah, this is the main bad guy. His name is Vincent Amafi. And he's on the phone going, 300 men, you promised me 750. This is bullshit. Fulfill your contract. I don't care about your problems. Oh, so he's a slave trader. Now watch what she's going to do. Oh, it's going down. Right. He's going to clean up the floor of of the car. And he's taking a call. <laughs> call me back. He's like, call back. I'm busy. The driver's like, like okay, driver. Uh, the driver's like, we're going to take a shortcut down Pothole Lane. No, not Pothole Lane. <laughs> no, out, 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 out. Damn it, driver. <laughs> I'm switching to lift. All right. Hey, uh, I think the best shortcut would be Pothole Alley. Oh, they both have the same name. All right, they are, he must, oh, this is the the brother, the son. This is the son, and they've discovered that he is a spy. I mean, he was posing as an African who is simply looking for work. Oh, I got you. All right, this is still topical. And he is, they sort of led him to his own devices here. Now, it's going to look like he's trying to break out of his, Handcuffs? His, uh, handcuffs, but no, he's really etching a message for whoever can find it. Oh, I see. Robotron. Information about where that dungeon is. Oh, cool. Dungeon and it will is be below ground. By Shaft himself. All right, so this is very important. I thought he was just scratching his back. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, no, actually, they have uh, back scratcher technology then. Oh, um, even back in 73? Yes, and he is so beat up. That's the last thing he's worrying about, like a scratchy back. Look how happy the supervillain is entering his house. He's like, that's the best car ride ever. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> well, that woman is like his, he doesn't even like her, but she is a nymphomaniac. So he's she, like, you're she, mine, and he just keeps her. She was in the car smoking a cigar and then uh, went down on him. This is where, like, if you had a Tic Tac. You see this room here? Yeah. Shaft will find this room. You're talking about Shaft. Yeah, Richard uh, Square Tree. I mean, Roundtree. Roundtree. That's a big map. Yes, Mr. Bond. Oh, they got little lights on it to say, like, we're, we're human trafficking from this part of... Uh, <laughs> no, this is 73. They didn't have yes. light technology. That was until the 80s when the etch a sketch okay, came so about. Okay, so this guy's reporting, we found the spy, and we know who he is, and he's the Amir's son. These are his notes. Dates, t- times, locations. It's basically... Yeah, he was doing... Outlining cover. the human trafficking... Huh. You know, their operation. These autographs are forged. That's not Thomas James for Punisher. Celebrity autographs. You know, it's sort of funny. The autographs kind of died. The selfie took over. Yeah, right. You don't need... Uh, you just take a photograph and boom, you, you have your presence. You remember Steve Martin used to hand out, like, uh, yeah, cards? cards. Uh, Say, congratulations, yes. you met Steve Martin. Now they'll hand out, like, uh, selfies, and it'll have a blank spot, your name here, 
your face here. Okay, look, he's got a silencer on his phone, on okay. his gun, but you totally hear the shot. They're doing it a cheap way. Just close up with the gun, and they close up with the victim. Boom! Don't show the gun, the, the special effects. Your eyes with every shot. Yeah, we're not going to show the whole body. Oh, there's the whole body. Where's the che- where's the gaping che- uh, gun wound? There's no gun hole. There's no blood. Bloodless. Yeah, this is one of those movies where you get choked and you're dead or stabbed and you're dead. Okay, here we are in New York. Yeah, finally, five minutes into this. The first thing that's unrealistic is you cannot park your car. This is in Central, Central Park. Park Crossway. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, but the one car that's parked in Central Park, there's three people stealing his hubcaps. And nice. there's no traffic. There's Anyway, <laughs> the feeling of hubcaps kind of went away. Uh, there was hubcaps. Manufacturers quit on hubcaps. Yeah. Do you remember hubcap world in Jersey City? <laughs> I made a lot of money down there. Oh, really? That was selling your selling used hubcaps. Look at that. He doesn't even bother yeah. to put it uh, back. He just throws it in the back. Fuck do I care? By the way, that was Richard right. Roundtree in the that Central is, Park yeah. scene. Right, but in that Central Park scene, it was Richard around tree because he was around the tree. Oh, he was around the tree. Yeah. Now look, he's got a high-rise apartment in Shaft. He was like a West Village. I know. Well, he lived. In, he worked in Times Square. He didn't have a car. He, uh, he, right. you know, he had a very small office. Scraping by. I love that movie. So the guy goes, Shaft. Africans are looking for you, and he goes, I don't know any Africans, brother. <laughs> There's one in the elevator. There's one now. That guy's been creeping in the elevator all day. Now, the African knew his floor. Right, but he hung out in the elevator waiting for him. There was two elevators. How? Did, what was the odds? <laughs> right. And also, yeah, it's unrealistic elevator waiting. Also, we're about, you know, the sensors in the elevators. He's going to do a movie trick in which the sensors don't work. Watch. Okay. Whoops. Oh, yeah, right. Just got it at the closing. Look how proud Shaft yeah. is himself. Shaft and elevators. Isn't Shaft the uh, British oh, word for elevator? elevator shaft. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, John Shaft knows about elevators. A little elevator action. You know, every time you go into the elevator, it says Otis. Is that really who you want servicing the lift? Otis? Otis? Wasn't it John Otis, like the most powerful man in the world? But, I mean, it's like a southern name. Like, what seems to be the problem? I don't know. Well, Elvis, it is. It just does, the elevator's not working. Well, that's his last name in there. Look how big his office is. In the first movie, he yeah. had a Times Square with a with a counter that said January 1971 on it. Now, look, he doesn't knock. He doesn't He just open. breaks the door down. He just... Now, watch what Shaft does. He pulls a gun. In his own office? And he just shoots the guy to kill him. Okay, let's see if there's ridiculous. any blood. I hope the bloody squib doesn't hit the camera lens. <laughs> Whoa! No squib, you'll see. He shoots him, no effect. It's he like shot the floor. Movie. He actually shot him directly? That's so weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's a bad movie rule, let's call it. Where the gunplay is so casual and in like a professional setting. You know, like they pull a gun in the bar right. and they shoot in the bar and everyone goes, ooh, like more American graffiti. He shoots a focus director. In a bar in San Francisco. Now, they did a blow dart on him because they're just doing African stereotypes. Right. Well, yeah. What's that stick? Is that like the guy's weapon, his katana? 
Yeah, and Shaft is going to become an expert at that stick. They're going to be like, you're good with the stick. He goes, a brother named Shaft better be good with the stick. <laughs> right, because Shaft also reads, Paul, like a stick. Okay, so now they've abducted Shaft, taken him away. We should mention the music that we're listening to. This is not the original score, right? This is not, Oh, here we go. Metro Goldwyn Mayer. I mean, yeah. this is a major production. They lost half a million, but they really didn't think they were gonna. Uh, you know what? They were able to milk it out one more time. And this was not the original director who also did the sequel. Right. This is a director named John Gullerman. He did. Um, he started in '59. He did Tarzan movies, Towering Inferno, King oh, Kong '76 <laughs> with Jeff Bridges. Oh, King Kong. Yeah, and then I, I like the sequel too. Yeah, he did that one, too, in 86. Oh, all King right. Kong Lives. Yeah, King Kong Lives. All right. Death on the Nile, Sheena. This guy did his stuff. Now, after the 80s, he worked a much less prestigious thing. Yeah. He ended up doing, like, TV films and stuff. Can, we, can we mention that we're watching the opening credits, and the theme song is by the Four Tops, right? It's not, it's not yeah. Isaac uh, Hayes. Yeah, it's called Are You Man Enough? They should do the and taxi theme song, though, the way they've been driving over that bridge. <laughs> Screen gems. Screen Gems. Oh, so what's it called? I'm sorry, what's this song called? Uh, it's by the Four Tops. It's called Are You Man Enough? It was produced by this man named Roger Lewis who did lots of soul music. The themes, you know, the rest of the music is done by a man named John... Where is it? it it's pretty... Oh, Johnny Pete, who's composed them all and had the band, and they're Are not the enough? best soul yeah. songs, but they're like background... Soul songs. It's okay. Based on the characters of the first movie. Now this uh, screenwriter, he's got his chops. I mean, this the screenwriter was. Uh, here it is. He wrote in the heat of the night. Oh, very cool. With Sidney Poitier, actually, it was a book. He he did that a lot. He he adapted books for. Four movies. Apparently, the Poseidon Adventure was a novel. He wrote that. Town yeah. Inferno was a novel, and he turned that into a screenplay. I know. And then people were like, "You're gonna make a movie of that? That'd be insane. It can't be better than the book. It's gonna be a bunch of explosions. How can a movie replicate that? Then a book can't. Then <laughs> in a the book, you're like the yeah. fire flickered. <laughs> I can imagine that. That's an outside. Oh, speaking of imagine, there's no imagination needed as uh, Richard Rauchy wakes up bare naked. Yeah, and it's stable. Hay covered everywhere. And uh, hay, hay on his hair. Yeah. That must have been itchy as fucking hell. Oh, here's the assassin. They're going to stick fight and he's naked. Look, he's got his own stick. They gave it to him. Yeah. On purpose. And he's naked. We see his butt constantly, but he's fighting without showing his genitals. To the camera. Yeah, there's going to be continuity issues here. He's like going to be in blue sweatpants every now and again. <laughs> oh, you don't think they did all these shots naked? You'll see. And this director was like, whatever. Yeah, come Leave on, it. man. It's pretty ridiculous to be with. People would be getting popcorn at that time. No, I think people would sit here riveting watching Richard Roundtree naked fight a man with a stick, no less. By now, Shaft has his persona down. Right. And uh, he's saying all sorts of. This guy's like, "Where did you learn to stick fight?" And he goes, "The New York Philharmonic, brother." Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, well, it's just fucking funny. 
There's no doubt that he's funny. We will be pleased that you're already circumcised, and he looks at him for that, and that gets him distracted, and he's hit on the head. Uh, General mutilation. All right, so he's out cold, and now he wakes up in a shopping mall center. Nope. That guy we saw was named Wata, and he will turn out to be a double agent. Oh, all right. Well, fuck, Carl. I'm what? ruining everything in this film for you. By the way, yeah. This ru- the film ruins. Is there's no like. They, they know right away it's a double agent. Like, there's no revealing of a mystery here. Well, Every he, step along the way. He's in a hot box right now. Now his ass is covered in sand because he woke up on sand. It was hay right. and this sand. Right, itchy. Are we just watching the dreams of Richard Rowdry? He's like, yeah, that'd be great. No, he's, um, they're preparing him for, he doesn't know it yet, but they're preparing him for the African heat and being oh, in the I desert. See. And random stick fighting. You know, I, I have yeah, to say, he's I, going to Ethiopia, even though he doesn't know it yet. I, I have to say, in 1973, these movies, the way they shoot in in in, uh, in you know familiar locations like that on impulse, the, the idea of having a weapon out is 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 standard, and I guess. But they yeah. have these like fighting sticks that they walk around with. Like if you see someone walking around with a fighting stick or what have you. I, it's not because they're using it to, to steady their pace. They're using it to fight, you know, just as much as I see someone with a gun in their pocket. Right. So it's, but back then, I guess it's fine. The only time I'd really worry about a stick is if it's Gandalf. <laughs> oh my God, that's when you call the police. You call 911 and you say, there's a wizard on the bus and he has a glowing stick. So th- there's a voiceover in the room, and he's like, you must survive for eight hours walking around in desert conditions. So he covers himself up. Oh, and then he says, hey, that's I a great idea. Let's turn the lights off. Bravo, Mr. Chef. I already, I already have my can. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. fucking funny, man. We'll, we'll see if we can get some of his uh, quips live as we watch this. Now, this is the emir himself. He's an ambassador. To the UN, and he's the one that's uh, selected Shaft, and he's behind the scenes organized all of this. Oh, so he's he's going to be the good guy. Let's no, maybe he'll double cross him. These guys are all good guys, even though they're pretty bad. You just told me that kind of guy is a double agent. Uh, yeah, that guy right there to the right is a double agent. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Uh, He's on the good guy side right now. We still got like an hour of this fucking movie. Does, uh, you know, even though this movie's bad, it does its job. You will be entertained. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I like Shaft. I, you know, I think I've seen this one. I don't remember. So now it's like the torture's over. And oh, you passed the test? Right. He knows how to fight with the stick, and he's already circumcised. So now he's having a burden. <laughs> That waiter waited a long time to leave their seat. So oh, what we're learning now is that there's human trafficking going on. They go to Africa and they recruit people to Paris yeah. and other countries and to say, we'll, we'll, you know, there's opportunities to make money. But then when you get there, you're being paid pennies and they're charging you for rent. Okay, now we see why he didn't get shot. Oh, because he had a bulletproof Tevlar. Tevlar in there. So Shaft goes, next time between the eyes, brother. Man, that's like 
don't worry about it. He'll probably pull a gun in his office and shoot you point blank. So uh, wear this Tevlar outfit. You'll be fine. Right now he's saying, time for you to call me a cab. Time for you to get a new pair of pants. Look at that. He's got camel toe. Yes. No. (laughs) Something is blocking what would make camel toe. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, has like five wrinkles around there, creases. Well, let's. Uh... My we um... found them in, Mr. Shaft. Okay. Oh no, go ahead. No, I was just saying. Um, like, I'm not really turned on by camel toe, oh, but dromedary toe. <laughs> I make you a most. I'll give a girl with dromedary toe one hump. Twenty-five thousand dollars. Do you, uh, Moose Knuckle is a guy, right? With his nuts showing? I never He's got that, that phrase. Kong. 15 now. I, what'd you say about nuts showing? Moose Knuckle. Moose Knuckles, is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if you Staff do, though. nuts are so large, he has cleavage. Oh, all right. Uh, so here comes another guy. Good evening, Mr. Vaughn. I mean, Mr. Shaft. Yeah, this is very Bond-esque, this film, and there are three people who were in other Bond films and I bet you that was on purpose. Well, I, you know, I, I read that on IMDb and one of them was like after the after this movie. You know, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, it does have the kind of serious tone where they, they found the man. It's like Men in Black. There they found, you know, he did, took a bunch of yeah. tests and then he's like, you passed the tests. You were very clever. Those books are way too advanced for her. <laughs> I have okay, to say that's what this the... is a real this is what inspired the script in real life um, eight months before the script was written there was a truck that had a truck fire right. crossing from Italy into France which we're watching and right now and they discovered like 30 human trafficked people it, it was in newspapers and it was in Newsweek and so there's um, people right now, the there's script. a real yeah. practical special effects going on of a burning fire truck, and there's actual That's people right. in the, I, I would, okay, so here he, uh, he needs to break the lock, but there's nobody in the truck right now. I mean, it's, this there must is. be, but then, oh, so there's fire right now, so this is in the same shot, now this is a different shot, and he opens up and people uh, come out. I don't know, I don't know. They had to shot that separately, there's no way, and look how much smoke those guys had to endure in there. Right. So do you think there was an actual, practical, real-time fire going on when they shot that scene, or they shot this separately? Probably, well, I don't know. It's 73. The director's good. Let me see. I don't have a special effects credit, and even if I did, it would just be a name, because... Right. But do you know what I mean? Like, they must have shot the scenes with the people on the inside separately it's from this seriously real fire. dangerous, I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is dangerous right now. There's a full-on truck on fire. So that was the backstory they're telling. That's how they discovered that this thing was going on in a very organized way. And he's like, so why don't you just arrest the right. people who are doing it? It's like, because we want the big man at the top. This actor, by the way, is huge in Greece. It's one of those situations like we don't know his name. Right, but this movie's going to play pretty well because everyone in Greece is like... He was in Jewel of the Nile with uh, uh, my, uh, Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas, yeah, and what's her name? Kathleen Turner. Yeah. And? Um, hello. And, <laughs> Can I speak with Kathleen Turner, please? Speaking. Yeah, she's great. She has a great voice. Just good rabbit. Yeah. Danny DeVito, right? And then, like, the Flying Caramasa brothers. 
And then and she made him believe that. Uh, I don't remember any of those dogs. Movies. In '88, this guy was in Rambo Three. Oh, he right on. Real, right. Rambo. I don't think you we meet again, Rambo. Yeah, I For guess we do time. meet again. For the third time, yeah. <laughs> Rambo three. How have you been? Bit better. You've been working out, Rambo? You tell me. Yeah. So now they're trying to convince him, and Shaft's like, screw you, brother. And then he goes, well, I'll give you $25,000. And he goes, okay. Huh. So he doesn't really do it for moral reasons, unlike Shaft, the original Shaft, in which he's not taking pay and right well that's the principle of private a private investigator movie like a film noir movie is that they are like the lone angel that's gonna you know white knight or what have you but they're gonna solve they're gonna take it the woman died and they're not gonna rest until they find the murderer whether or not they're getting paid you know what i mean hampered by the cop rules right they're just on this like maniacal vision that they got to save this find the the killer of this woman or it's usually women, that's why I say that, but, uh, and then they just pursue it, like Mickey Spillane, I fucking love Mike Hammer, because Mike Hammer yeah. in like Kiss Me Deadly, woman dies, he's gonna find out who did it, whether or not anyone st- or continue paying him or want him to do it, you know. It's a one-armed guy who saved me from World War II? No, you say, uh, Mike Hammer? I, the jury, Mike I, Hammer. the jury, that's right, he comes at you in 3D. We did that. Now, we movie. just met the daughter of the Emir, whose brother was killed, and she's going to help train. Sh- look how well he's dressed right now. Well, look how the New York City's right behind him. This looks nice. That's what I mean. I like he has a cigarette. I guess they're in, in Queens. They're in right Queens. Now, okay. Because you can see the is that Empire State Building? Yeah, uh-huh. and the UN there. Yeah, they're in Queens. Okay. Cool. Of course she's fallen for Shaft. You'll see that throughout the movie. Everybody, every woman who meets Shaft is just like... Wants Shaft. Wants to get shafted. Yeah. Shaft. Another meaning for Shaft. Right? The first meaning for so Shaft. So look what's happening already. They're like, comfy, comfy. That's a little gross, right? It's a little too close. He just met her like four hours. Right. And she is so stricken with him. But the thing is that the bodyguard guy is like her human chastity belt. It's like, say, yeah, why don't you get rid of that's him? A whole and we'll lot get of down to the... I'm still in my first age grade. We call that farietta. No one is permitted now to marry. Now she's going to let us know farietta. she's going to have a female circumcision. What do you do for relaxation? A certain age. You kidding me, really? My second age grade this February. When she's all four years old, you may have sex and marry. I have it on now. After my clitoridectomy. Clitoridectomy. Your what? Say what? My clitoridectomy. Clitoridectomy. Jeez. Clitoridectomy. You mean she's doing this on her? uh, Are you afraid to say the word? My clitoris. My clitoris. Yes. Are you afraid to say the word? Uh, In 73, there was no Howard Stern, and people still didn't say penis and clitoris. No wonder the natives get restless. But they're talking about clitoris. I can't pronounce it, but it's, you know, it's general. It's general uh, mutilation. Listen to what Shaft said. Listen, baby. February is just around the corner. Now, how the hell are you going to know what you're missing unless you give it a little wear and tear? Before they take you away. Are you volunteering? Are you volunteering? Damn right. Don't lie. Hiss. 
Where is your stick? Do not touch her clitoris. Shaft blocked. You know, that was yeah, a very odd. Uh, he got shaft blocked. <laughs> By a shaft. By a shaft. It's a stick. So now it's time to practice stick fighting. So he goes, hey, brother, why don't you go get my stick from me? Yeah. He goes, okay. It's in the stick room. And now they're going to sneak off to do it. Oh, so that was a pitch and it didn't work. So she just casually said they're going to cut her clitoris off on February? Yeah, she says that emphasis for marriage in their culture is about raising children, not sexual pleasure. But we know it was really to keep women yeah, from, from straying. The fear that they would stray. I don't know. It's, it's a really messed up thing. All right. Well, that's a Okay, so they run away, and it's back to the elevator situation, but Shaft is too smart for that. Watch. Oh, yeah. He was just standing behind them and around the corner. Too smart for that. I know he wouldn't go around the corner. He would probably hit an elevator, so let's stand around the corner a couple feet. Don't fart. Oh, Again, he's he breaking the, the door. door down. Well, why should Hulk have all the fun, Carl? And now they're like, we're not doing anything. We're looking at a map. It's like, here's your first payment. 15000 now, 10 when you're done. Okay. So do you think that's a better deal or 10 for it when now and then 15 when you're Usually done? Usually it's half and half, right? So it'd be twelve fifty. One time I had to go to Chad and break up a heroin ring, and I, yeah, it was, I got half first. Right. You got 1250 half. Is, uh, here that's the Global Airways, but it's Ethiopian Airways, and they were very cooperative in making this film. No shit, man. That's interesting. Flying the crew over for free. But they don't, that, air, that exterior airplane shop, I'm playing the, the, the passenger, his fellow passenger just starts talking. That exterior shot was like uh, not their airline and they were able to furnish the movie? Yeah, I don't know. It said Global Airlines, but it was Ethiopian Airlines that... Maybe legally they just don't want to do it. I mean, the interior shots are cool. So this is shot in a real airplane. Yeah, this right. is shot on yeah, Ethiopian no, air, airplanes. And most of this is shot in Addis Ababa, which I always think of uh, Lex Luthor telling uh, Cletus. Uh-huh. Are we going to Addis Ababa, Mr. Luthor? <laughs> you remember that, right? Yeah, you, is that Ned Beatty? That's your Ned Beatty? Yeah, Ned Beatty. Yeah. <laughs> That's so catty, man. Yeah. They, there was a meteorite of kryptonite there, and they had to go get it. Okay, so they've landed now. This is really the Ethiopian. Okay, so we're not going to see it. So we won't see the kryptonite. This is a different location. Yeah, the kryptonite. I guess that was that was 1980s Superman. Oh, all right. So that was no 79. Unless okay, so yeah. we're we're still years away. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right because after Africa was beforehand in 73, so the the kryptonite hadn't landed. All right, restroom, and there's a uh, maid. And there will be no rest for Shaft in this restroom, you will see. His Shaft. Oh, look at that. She just walks in there, the maid. You guys keep peeing. I'm going to just uh, mop up the floor. Oh, kind of a burly. Uh, She's trying not to look. But wait, it's not even a sheep. Oh, it's a thug. Or whoever... They gave her a hard time about going into this restroom. It was before the day of yeah, gender neutrality. Like 
So they shot him and there was blood, Are but there's okay, blood uh, gun holes with no streaming blood. Right. And he's just dead, dead, dead. Not even... Yeah. Uh, right, he's not living through it. I'm out of here. Pissed now we pants. find out that the guy who was a stranger on the plane really was an agent to protect Shaft. Oh yeah, he's the one who shot him. Go catch your plane to Addis. Huh. These bathroom stalls are like separate rooms. It, yeah, I, actually, anytime I've ever gone to... Well, I don't want to start talking shit, but many times when I've been to Europe... The bathroom was not a stall like ours. It was a, it, it was a stall, but it was sealed. It was like a like a separate room. That's cool. Okay, so now our bad guy is mad. Oh, he's back that Jack wasn't killed, and he's blaming the the double agent. Oh yeah, there's the double agent. So this is the first time now. Now the reveal is here. That's the double agent. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's hardly a reveal. I don't know. This is. In this whole movie, there's no, like, mystery. What was it? It gets explained every every step of the way. Shaft's assignment is to go undercover and pose as an immigrant trying to get work and going through this right. uh, this uh, human trafficking system. And right. you're saying that the moment this film starts, they pretty much know exactly who this, this spy is going to be. So there's no, like, yeah. yeah. And that's why the, the layover from hell. There he is. I just have a... Have a Home of Kryptonite. It was the home of Kryptonite. It was the home of Live Aid uh, Help. Okay. Now, Ethiopia was very, very cooperative. The Navy, the Army, they met with that uh, Haile Selassie. Oh, yeah, Haile Selassie. Haile Selassie. He's um, revered by the Rastafarians back in in the 80s, I don't know, today. Well, that's cool. they had two audiences with him and he was like Shaft sure no problem yeah well you know it's like Shaft was such a pop culture phenomenon Uh, worldwide I'm sure so I'm sure that's pretty exciting alright well here we are we get to get some views as he drives up this is Addis Ababa for real and there was like an uprising going on at the time so they had to have protection from the army Oh, so that's why the army was involved, so they could shoot their little film while a revolution right. was occurring. And the navy to protect the ships. You'll see the ships as they're. That's so crazy. Oh, yeah. like for human trafficking, that we go from truck to ship. Now we see a tamed lion. Hey, I sort of feel like it's Leo from the first scene. <laughs> but I think it's like some sort of symbolism, like a tame lion. You know, like oh, I see. Like just lying around. He's lying around. Now look, he's going to roar at him. I would be so scared. I would not want to be on the set, on the set with a lion, no matter how right. tranquilized that lion is. Yeah, good cue. You did it. That's because the now train... Now he flips him a, a ticket that's like, here's your photo, but it's really like where he's going to meet oh, I that see. Uh, Greek actor. Wouldn't it be easier... Bond. Wouldn't it be easier without the lion? Can you give me this without the lion? <laughs> Lying around. Should I trust this uh, thing? It, it might be lying. Ibex. Ibex is the store. Ibex is the right place. <laughs> All right. The exciting, I'm going to go with this store scene. Now he's going to get like James Bond stuff. And he's going to say, hey, man, I'm not James Bond. I'm 
Like Mike Hammer, what was? Oh, uh, like uh, Sam Spade. We saw that yeah, in the trailer last say. week. I'm not James Bond. I'm Sam Spade. That was. I mean, he said that in the first movie, which you know kind of had a punch to it, but. Now so he goes to the silly. cleaning woman there. Remember, a cleaning woman just shot him. He goes, can you trust her? Because I'm never trusting the cleaning lady again. Shaft. Shaft's killing it. I would love to see Shaft live. You think now, look, she... he just went to a bar right. at a place of business that's and 70s. poured himself a drink for free. That's, that's the 70s. You know? I, I, a... guess, I think it's more like movies. Movie, right. Because if your friend did that, you'd be like, you got to slow down, friend. <laughs> In the movies, <laughs> they don't pay... For the restaurant, they don't pay for hardly anything, but they always seem to pay for the taxi cab. Well, I think right now it's apply. Oh, right, yeah, they do it in a very graceful manner. Here you go, Bell. Like, and I'm, keep the change. Keep the change. keep the change. I walked out of the cab without paying you, and then I walked to the window of your of your spot and gave you a roll of money and told you to keep the change. Thanks, man. Thanks for circumventing me. <laughs> Oh, this walking stick has some shit inside. Explosives? Gun? Hold on Camera. one moment, I'll be right back. Okay. Let's get this movie cranking. You'll beg with me. And take this one. The walking stick There's has like a here. spy. Alright, it's a bag. And this. What is it? What you buy tape me? Recorder. Ooh, record, 1970s tape recorder. Turn clockwise. To stop okay, recording. here I am. Once okay. again, I was saying goodbye to Sun. So, oh yeah, it's the, it's a regular feature on our. Oh yeah, podcast. we give away uh, we pull behind the curtain here and there. So he just showed a secret agent bag that has a clickable tape recorder. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you, and you fidget- saw the camera in the stick. The ca- that was a camera. Okay, I thought it might have been like a laser beam gun or something. Now but- he's like, "How about some heat? What? How about a piece? What?" Uh, even <laughs> right now because why not you, like, what's he gonna he's gonna walk with that stick right but that's a fighting stick or a walking stick it's a fighting stick he will use for walking but just like I'm just Gandalf. I'm just saying if you were walking down the street and you saw someone with a, a fighting stick walking down the street or I've seen guys walking with knives down the street yeah. there's only one thing I think of it's like defense and it makes sense if you're carrying a gun, right? Because, you you know, I need a gun in case, you know, a, a, something happens at the bar. But it's just like, he's going to walk around with like a fighting stick, like a katana. No, but in, he's now going to go into the villages of Ethiopia, and they all have them. All right, but he's I'm just saying that... He's going to go... All right. Let's see here. Okay, fair enough. There's real tribes. Uh, the Rashida and the Konosos tribe. Uh, helped them pick locations and worked with them and yeah let me just look here yeah a lot of unrest because of the independence movement especially in the north I don't know what that means I'm not belittling the idea uh, if if everyone walks around with them I'm just saying I would be like super nervous okay now this guy just saw Shaft leave and then later on he's going to be the one signing up Shaft for um, you know, to get the job. So it kind of doesn't make sense. He knows he's a spy. I don't get it. Oh, so he knows Shaft is a spy, but Shaft is like sneaking in and pretending to be a guy who wants a job and he's going to yeah, approach that guy and that guy's going to play along. The guy who signs him up knows. I don't get it. So they both play along. That's so weird. Now, you can see there's a female within Shaft. Uh, yeah, well, he was staring at her while she was putting makeup on. 
so of course she will fall for Shaq. Hey, who's that creepy white guy? That's what he's saying. She just said, oh, he said hi, and now she's just chit-chatting with him. He's speaking her language, and Shaq knows a little of it because he trained. Right, two weeks before he left. Oh, look at that sheep on the side of the road. It's pretty cool. From before. Did you see how the sheep scattered? Because it was sheepish. Yeah, it was a little sheepish. Now, this is a place called Harir. You know, that happens and a lot. It's the same old sheep. <laughs> so they're in, in Africa, they have... Oh, I was... You'll probably consider that racist and judge me, so I won't uh, say it. It doesn't matter. Well, so all right, so, that, so they're still on the bus. If you want to say later, that's fine. Well, we can say. Well, that you know, what, it's a sheep, right? So yeah. What kinds of sheep would you see in Africa? Are you gonna say black sheep? You said it. That's I said it. Racist, Mike. All right, let's. Uh, all right, yeah, it's not on me. <laughs> uh, uh, I just want to say something, by the way, that's irrelevant. Um, right. On our YouTube channel, we don't get a lot of views, you know, 16, 23. But okay. some have more views than others, and it's the ones that have words in the titles that are sexual. Interesting. Frankenhooker has 103 views. Okay, that has this Hooker. This News right? World has 210 views. That's 210 people who watched a movie they didn't need to see. They were probably looking up the word nude and clicked on yeah. the link and... Look at that, he okay, just killed a now, man on the bus. The guy to attack well, him with a knife. tried to attack him. So I was saying, like, he walked around with a knife the whole time. Like, I mean, I guess a knife is discreet, but a stick? Well. Look, there's a stick holder in there. All right, I take it back. You're hung up on the stick, but everybody's got one. Right, see. now the bus had a stick holder that he had it in there. So he just killed a man, and now he's sitting behind him. And the bus driver, every, even though everyone's asleep on the bus, right. the bus driver is still driving. Right, like it happens all the time. And the guy, he'll just walk away from this murder. The bus driver didn't see a guy assault another man and then that man kill him and leave him lying there dead? With his mirror, with his ears, he didn't hear anything? No. All right, rest stop. There's a Carl's Jr. down the street. Don't yeah, cross streams. This. Look, they're peeing. Did you see it? Yeah, they're, they're all peeing. And they're crossing streams. That's so dangerous. That's so they do not cross streams. Okay, while they're literally peeing, he's running away. <laughs> oh my God, good job. Now, what I don't understand is why he's sort of doing an escape here. I don't understand well, why. Well, because he killed a man. And these four people are now awake. And okay, maybe he's, that's why. Yeah. I mean, everyone but the bus driver was asleep when those two Don't fought. you want to pee, sir? Ah, oh, let him sleep. That's like, all right, let's do a count. We're one short. Yeah, fair enough. Bye. Um, I don't know if you care, but now we're in a setting, uh, a rustic countryside, and it's called Arba Minch. Nice. Arba Minch is where we are now. It looks gorgeous. Everything's great. Yeah, where are all the starving people? Okay, he stole his passport for some reason, I guess to find out. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Took a picture. Oh, so we got the stick in there. That's five stuff you told me. Yeah. I'm going to, Mr. Bond, I'm going to explain all these spy devices. Use it during this movie, at least one scene. Because I just spent all this time telling you about it. 
There's only we see. I we just see saw it Her Majesty's Secret, Secret Service, which doesn't star Roger Moore or uh, Sean Connery. That was that George Lazenby. Only once. Yeah. And that's where I saw this. Um, uh, Telly Savalas was playing who Austin Powers played. You know that he in that suit and he's bald headed and. Oh, Doctor Evil. Yeah. So. So I saw the guy Dr. Evil Evil was um modeled after and it was it was it was Kojak. Now did Kojak have a cat in that one? No. Bowfinger, uh, not no. Bowfinger. It's a it's a character that shows up in a bunch of them. Well, yeah, there's a combination of But if you see the Telly Savalas one, that's the look at the suit. Right. Yeah, right, the the You're Euro right, jacket. It could be an amalgamation. Shaft's got a friend now. Oh, he says a dog. Oh, good. Shaft has yeah. a dog. Now, what's unfortunate with this guy, uh-huh. he wasn't a drinker, this dog, but he used to chew chat. Now, he doesn't appear... I was looking for him. I looked him up in this book called Hollywood Dogs That Drink, but he wasn't in it. Uh-huh. It, quite frankly, the internet told me he was not featured in that book, even though he had serious problems because he was not from Hollywood. He wasn't a... Wasn't he in Hollywood know, he was, Dogs That Chew Chad? Yeah, they didn't make that. There was only the one entry. This dog. <laughs> this dog right here. He is man's best friend. Go away, random feral dog. Go away. I'm a friendly well, no, dog. What he's saying is, get out of the road, you dummy. There's a car coming. We got to hide. Come on. Oh. So here comes danger. Yeah, one one car. And they honk the horn because look who it is. Um. Oh, it's his daughter. It's Clitoris Woman. Right. This is before February. God, that's so casual how they talked about it. Oh, oh a little side of the road action. Why don't we do it in the road? In the room. Thump, 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 thump. You know, George ha- Ham- Harrison wrote that song, right? Why don't we do it in the road? No. Who, who Paul McCartney. The- Paul McCartney. Well, the original yeah, title is... As a matter is- of fact, he recorded it solo just on a piano. Huh. Uh, and they added Ringo stuff later, but... It was like a lonely, the Beatles were at a weird time in which they were all, you know, the manager had died and they were off doing their own thing. I heard that the original title of the first draft of that song was called Why Don't We Do It In The Ass. <laughs> you, is that a serious thing? No, I waited. I waited. <laughs> now look, they see this place where they put corn to keep it away from crows. And Shaft is like, come on, baby, let's use that clitoris yoke. Oh, my God. So there's corn cobs and Shaft and... Oh, yeah, let's go ahead and use it now. It's before February. God, that's crazy. So they're just... So they're, they're going up into a corn... It must be awful. This isn't romantic. Which is more realistic? The parking spot he got in Central Park or that there was a place they could have sex right, literally right off the right. side of the road? And another thing I really don't like is she goes, my people use this. She doesn't say, you it's know, like my corn. people. It sounds, it's like fake. I don't know. So the people put She was in, in black exploitation films. She was in um, uh, Blackula. Great, which was Gordon Parks, I believe. No, I don't think he directed that one. Sorry. And she was in um, Detroit 9000. Oh, uh, yeah. Lots of exploitation films. Of Detroit 9000 is great. Well, also, like, these scenes, so they're naked inside, like, they're covered in hay again. It must not be comfortable. Right. It's just, it's movie comfortable. Yeah, movie comfortable. 
Well, and uh, she was in Hammer, Melinda, Blackula, Detroit 9000. That's a good question. She was a regular on Bustin' Loose, this TV show in 87 that was only one season. And then she went away. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a shame it was only one season because I really did feel like Busting Loose. <laughs> they busted out of. We're going independent. Oh, no, baby, you had some good teachers. Oh, she's not a virgin? He's funny, that guy. Not anymore. I've made an important decision. Because of you. Well, my daddy told me, he said, John, the one time you should never, ever make an important decision. This is pillow talk. That's right. It's corn talk. love. Never make it for this after we made love. Oh, what'd she say? Corn husk talk. That's an important decision, all right. She's not going through with it. February comes. I'm not going to let them do it. Wait, they already did it, didn't they? Yeah, but she's not going to get her clitoris cut off. Oh, no. Yes, you're right. That is a plot point. Not a plot point, but it's something I found. See... Everything about Shaft and Women is just braggy, braggy, braggy stuff. Right. Since she's now had the greatest lover ever, she's, she's not going through with the... Now that she knows what the clique can do... It's John Shaft. Now, Shaft's off to the mission, and she's real depressed. So, why did she show up? She showed up in the middle of Africa. Right. I know, they were just in New boned. York. There was no purpose for her to be there. How did she know he was there? He's, he's not even going and riding with her. He's walking in a separate way while she's... Oh, she's yeah, this is his contact, the bodyguard uh, he's see. supposed to meet. You can see he has his fighting stick. Yeah. And Shaft's like, you friend or foe? And so he's going to teach him how to do the, give me five. So did that dog watch them and they're like, you, you did it at me style? When they were having sex, the dog. <laughs> he did it me, you did it me style. You did it me style. All right. Yeah, he sees them doing it and goes, "Come on! I thought humans were smarter than yeah, us we, dogs." Yeah, we, we can't you figure out. Why'd you do it that way? The dog said, "We have no choice. As dogs, we have no choice. But why, as humans?" Yeah. Right. I mean, you send missionaries to Africa. Come on. What is the meaning of this gesture? It just means, brother. It I means I'm happy to see you, to see you brother. <laughs> Go. All right, here we go. I talked over his line instead of him delivering it. I no, no, but it was pretty close to it. I gotta admit. Now, one thing I respect about this film is this isn't bullshit. This is a real tribe. Cool. You know, and we see boobs here, like National Geographic. All right, but it's educational. Uh, did you miss them? They're already passed. Oh. You know, National Geographic apologized for a bunch of their articles from last from their publishing uh, legacy recently. They said why? Because they felt that it was framed in a very racist way. The the, the, the information. What? what? Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they're talking about the articles, not the photos of some of the photos and and the articles, like the the, the purpose of the articles, and and as well as the photos, the, the perspective they were trying to approach in the, on the photos. You know, I was at a comedy show last night, and they kept on saying, like, they talk about Irish people, and they say it's racist. Then talk about Italian people, and they say it's racist. But those are nationalities. They're not really... 
but you know they're used to they're still used to kind of punch down in, in uh, a comedy club when, when I heard Irish jokes it's like well we can't say the jokes we really want to say so let's make fun of the Irish do you know what I mean like, right because you're allowed to make fun of Italians and Irish and get away with it right right so whatever like you know disgust you have like if you like Mario Brothers with Luigi and yeah it's it's I I mean I I don't want to use the term racist it's not a race but it, it's so um, it's it's a slur against Italians but that's okay I mean imagine if they had right you know I, I don't know pick your ethnicity and they did that they'd be like this is outrageous uh, yeah I know what you're saying and there, there probably are examples that are just kind of now lionized and like part of our culture that when you find out the original history I mean some say that Mickey Mouse was a minstrel show you know because he wore gloves Oh yeah, the, the the fact one of the facts that they wear gloves is like why would he wear gloves? And they believe it just you know it came from that uh, yeah. show tradition. Well, they've made made it to their destination. The good thing that training in the hot sun and the sand yeah. paid off. He goes, "It's hot. Let's dig a hole and get under." What are you talking about, Chef? Chef, we'll just walk no, over no, to the work. village. Yeah, but there's a village right there. We can go. Trust me, I woke up unconscious naked in a room full of sand and hot lights above me, <laughs> and that's what I did. And the voice in my head told worked. me it worked. What voice in your head? The one that said I passed the test. Uh-oh. Now, I'm not sure why they're running to catch these trucks. They'll just stop, and then they make a right turn. You'll see. I don't get it. So they're all they're all running for that truck. Well, this is his chance to join, to be exploited, to sign up for being taken to Europe to make a lot of money. They're told, you know, they're going to get two hundred francs a month, but their rent is one hundred francs a month. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so they get tricked and they they get stuck into this. Uh, they set them up, right? So it's not called slave. It's not. You can't say it's slavery because they're getting paid, but it is. It is, yeah. I gotcha. They're indentured. You there, Carl? All right. Give me a second. Hey, Carl? Oh, yeah, I see the phone ringing. Okay. All right, guys, let me get the phone. He killed the dog. Yeah. Oh, my God, they killed the dog. We had a technical difficulty, and you had to call back, and I just missed a... That looked like a real dead dog, dude. Well, yeah, it had blood on it, and it was... I mean, did they uh, put him out? He's fighting. He's you like know, John Wicking right now. He's John Wicking, right? Because he's like, you killed my dog. I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> he's but, John Sticking. John Stick. Oh my! So he's right John. now is the first time that throughout the whole film that Shaft has done something moral. You've killed, killed the dog, dog just to be a jerk. So I'm that dog kill. looked really dead. I mean, it was like the weight of it. I mean, I'm a little scared, Daddy. <laughs> now, look, you know, in even though it was 73, they would not kill a dog. They probably... You know, like put them to sleep so that. Now you see these guys. Yeah. The director's like, okay, cheering, roll them, 
because they're just so fake. Well, who are they cheering for? I don't know. They probably want Shaft. I guess. Or maybe they're just like, fight, fight, fight. They just might be saying, fight, 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 I know, Zoom. In their language. They're doing some stick fighting. in the way. What asses? <laughs> Get out of the way, you ass. I thought to tell you that joke the very first time I ever watched this movie. I'm glad it worked. It sounded organic. <laughs> it worked. Now look, Shaft is getting the upper hand now, and this guy's really going to get beat up. All right, with the sticks. Do you think they're like stunt sticks? Like yeah, I think foam? he just touched his stomach, and the guy went, ah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now look, he's going to try to see the Break fake cheering. Yeah. He's going to Dracula him. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's got the stick against his neck. Oh, he's going to Dracula. Here we go. It's Dracula. Stickies are a custom of my people. He bit him? He bit Shaft? Now Shaft's really going to get him now, and then he's going to feel some pity. Look at that, Ooh. right in the face, like in the teeth. Um, but like Adam's apple looked like from this. There you go. Ah. Ow. Wow, he really is beating up this guy. Maybe it's maybe they're foam sticks. I don't know. I don't know. It looks like a lot of real stunts are occurring. Real people getting out of burning trucks and is, dead If he dogs. would kill that guy, the guy would go, ugh, and die right away. But if they're fighting... Right, he has like a moment's grace where, he, where the hero hears the blood cry and goes, nah, that's not who I am. Right, and they're disappointed. Oh, yeah, they're shaking their heads. He's alive, but Maybe shame. he's from New York. Now, that guy was like, Shaft, don't fight him. And for his trouble, he got banged in the head. Oh, I have this little piece of paper in front of me. I forgot yeah. I was telling you. So if there is something sexual in the title, we get a lot of views. And then if there's two of them that were, are like two years old, Cockfighter, which has the word cock in it, has 3,300 views. Wow. Way to go, And what do you say to a naked lady has six? 6,400 6,000 views we have a video wow alright well forget this podcast but it's been there two years you know and I think someone's looking for a naked lady and they bump into it right. press play and they go what's this crap and leave uh huh make sure you leave a comment before you say what's this crap and leave we must preserve yeah. that moment keep, keep it on um, school for sex somebody wrote a comment 22 minutes oh so like, that's I guess one minute 22 something cool happens I think this one has it too, this video in the comments. Now, the guy who just signed him up was the guy who saw him before and knew he was a spy. Oh, but he's just playing along. Yeah, but why would he? If oh this my God, is the so guy there's infiltrating the dog. their organization, they're trying to kill him every step of the way. So I don't see this dead dog he's carrying. Like, well, I guess his tail is wagging, right? He just told him, go bury your dog. The tail is... How's the tail wagon? Like, is it a real dog? It's, it's bouncing. It's bouncing. All right. It's just a little unnerving if they actually did kill the dog. Oh, there's a little doggy grave. They're big. Yeah. Let's... Uh, let's now, look. Somebody starts shooting at them. Not yet, but... Carl, I'm, I'm going to check the website. Uh... MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button. Yeah. Okay, does the dog... I did that in April, so I'm due. I have doesthedogdie.com, Shaft in Africa. <laughs> Does the dog die? Two votes, yes. And it says, Shaft's dog is killed. 
it's a boat or yeah or it's, it's a web, it's, it's a website where before you go see the movie you type in the dog and people will let you know like reddit style does the dog die type in old yeller okay hang on a sec old yeller oh wait old yeller here we go does the dog die 33 votes yes the dog dies he's shot by the owner after contracting rabies well yeah he was under the porch what about sounder okay sounder now look that's the guy who signed him up and he's got a luger shooting him why didn't he oh it doesn't make sense well I think Shaft is going to take the situation feet first what yeah sounder does the dog die a dog is shot and injured in the film but does not die John Wick wait I think I'm mixing up Old Yeller and Sounder I think Sounder went under the porch and licked his wounds and he wouldn't come out that's right I mean I saw this when I was like eight sounds like a really bad movie look see he carries a knife everyone carries weapons in this movie everyone has a, a knife or a gun or yeah a stick now, he just did the typical movie killing he twisted the neck you've seen that before as if he snapped the guy's neck yeah right he completely and then the dies. guy instantly is dead unless at the last minute you decide not to kill him he's still on his last breath is what you're saying now Shaft will take this right if Shaft will take this Luger and he will own it throughout the film and it will help him uh, I got a list here off the internet of all his weapons all his guns wow yeah look at that where, so where are they right now they're inside like a well there's stone. I don't know there's this whole brick structure like abandoned castle thing even though it's not abandoned right and this stuff all happens around it it's in Hanar or something like that it's a real place and they had lots of cooperation That man said the two men would die. He was wrong. Only one man died. I forgot to tell you that the old man they two visited dogs. predicted two men would die, and so he's saying here Dead. only one man died because that guy was a dog. Oh, and and my dog, which I buried in a dog yeah. grave. So he insulted the man by calling him a dog. So what does that say about his dog? Okay, it's Luger talking about like T zero eight. What's that? It's what he just stole. Okay. I do like... Oh, look, he's walking around with a stick around there. No big deal. Uh, See, everyone's got sticks. Yeah, all right, fair enough. But then it can't be, like, primarily for fighting. Um, yes, they're fighting sticks they use for walking. Okay, and walking. And Shaft is the long, long pole in the tent. All right, I'm going to stop <laughs> talking about uh, these fighting sticks. Look, that guy's got a stick. That yeah, guy's got I get it. It's like, right. Oprah, you get a stick. You get a stick. Oh, look at these asses, man. Get out yeah, of the get way. Get away, ass. Why don't we do it in the ass? <laughs> yeah, I've seen donkey porn. So this is one guy. Uh, the music's pretty good. Now, the desert, there is a desert in Ethiopia, and that's where the people were starving. But much of Ethiopia is lush and farmable. It was just a bad time. Um, 73. That they raised... No, no. Everything's cool right now. They're, 
See, okay, see, they're heading into the desert area of it. Okay. But Ethiopia had, like, a really bad season, like, four years in a row, and... So... Right now, he's like, you know, I, I just can't believe they would think he's a native, but... Oh, right, they just, everyone starts talking to him. There's a camel. Now, this guy's got camel toe, yeah. Yeah, that okay. camel really has camel toe. This guy here is a big deal, and he was in... No, I think I'm mixing two people. All right. I might have said the wrong... Okay. No, the jewel is in Nile. Oh, yeah. Okay, the... no. Here we are. Here, I got you the guys. Majadi Maha. Yala, yala. Now, um, Shaft has to poop. It's the first time in the film Shaft will poop. Gotta take a Shaft. And it's so racist, you know. His poops are brown. Now, all of you. That's a good joke, I guess. I wasn't asking for that one, but... <laughs> okay, that's an East Coast joke. All right. East Coast, you know, yeah, here in the West Coast, we don't appreciate here. it. Carl's in uh, the East Coast, here, and I'm in the West Coast. The definition of liberal is a little to the right. <laughs> Literally, the now, that's West. the guy you beat up before, see? And he yeah, he threw him off. Chef's a bully, man. And that's it. We'll never see this guy again. No, oh. we won't. And this guy really should be beat up, uh, really hurting right now. Right? He should be recovering. Right. Well, he was beat up pretty badly. Okay, I don't have the information on this actor, but he always plays a guy in a turban, and he's, you know, like... I, I, I'm cursing myself because I looked him up and everything, and I've lost that piece of paper, I guess. And King Kong lives. King Kong has, like, heart trouble, right? And Jeff Bridges has to, like, take care of his heart. Like, there's a heart transplant or something, and there's a female Kong. Um, okay, so... I saw King Kong back in the day, and I loved it. Uh -huh. So I went to see King, the next one, and I felt like I got tricked. So I kind of on purpose don't remember that film. Oh, I know what you mean. Was, oh, that's cool. Look how he got on a camel like that. Yeah. Th th this guy's an expert humper. <laughs> Must be this guy can really hump. One time they gave him a dromeda, and he was like, two humps? That's too much. Yeah. Well, I've been to his class, but he only uh, he's only open, he only teaches on Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesday is hump day yeah. for his class. <laughs> it's I, weird how these guys sort of side saddle the camels. You see how really. their their legs are all always to the. They call those legs camel toes. <laughs> I would think they would get on top of the camel. There's subliminal messages in these camels. Oh, it says smoke too. more Marlboros. <laughs> Yo! Uh, smoke more camels. <laughs> Imagine if, like, a corporate spy got into the drawings and it was like smoke Marlboro. What the hell? So well, you're. You, I, I meant to say you're you're talking about the story where. Uh, oh, look at her! She's looking at all the guys working. She's going to get super horny over the guy, and then he's going. I would give ten years of my life to see everything. Look, this guy has like, a jack. Literally has a jackhammer. <laughs> like his peepee. Yeah, they're all holding. Like, this guy has a stick between his legs now. Oh, so she's so, like getting off escrows. Yeah, she's it's, getting super little... horny for that. And then, obviously written by Amanda's script. Well, and it's also then, like racist horny. You know what I mean? Like racist shit makes me horny. 
Well, that's not... What was racist? They're, I mean, they're, they were black workers. But they're indentured workers, right? They, they got them basically slavery. No, no, no. Oh, this right. is Africa still. Oh, right. I thought it was. I thought it was their Europe. workers. I thought it was their workers. Okay, what's going to happen now is Shaft's still not dead, and he's pissed off, and he's going to be like, "You have to go and kill this guy." And then she says, "Let me volunteer to do it because I'm bored." She's going to go meet Shaft, but the truth is, she's going to go bang Shaft, and he knows it, and he's turned on by it, and he wants her to record it. It's weird. That's weird. Well, he knows he wants Shaft dead too, so maybe that's that recording before he dies. He has sex, and then he has that recording. Mm-hmm. I guess megalomaniacs. Look at this now. It's wow. just not realistic that he would be able to do that. So to throw a man in the back seat of his car floor right. and then put his his foot on his neck and then it's, have the guy recite yeah. dialogue, and then talk all calm. It's, like he's not Darth Vader. Yeah, right. I mean, first off, that actor must be in a lot of pain because that guy's foot is on there. And second of all, it has to be a set. If not, he's crammed in the back seat of the car floor. Yes, and it's 73, so maybe he is. Now, this guy is named Frank Finley, and he was was a serious actor. He did Othello with uh, Laurence Olivier. Yeah. In 71, he was Casanova. Ooh, Casanova. Now, there's the bouquet of barbed wire film, which the internet says is controversial. I never even heard of it. Is it on YouTube? I don't know. Uh, let's see. I'm going to have to use the other computer for that. He started in The Longest Day as one of those privates in the Army. The uh-huh. only credit I really love of him, there's two of them. One is he was in Black Adder, one of my favorite shows. Right. Depending on which Black Adder, of course. And then he was in Christmas Carol, which is one of my favorite films. And he was Jacob Marley, the ghost. The only other impressive really? thing is in, he was in The Pianist in 2002. Which I never saw. I'm not really going to go see that. I'm not going to go see it either. I missed it. Um, I'm not a fan of that. the lead. And also, and you won't like this because you're Mike Spiegelman, but... Polanski. How many movies about the Holocaust can be made? You well, know what I mean? I, I'm not worried about that. You could, there's always, I mean, those stories need to be told, and uh, as they long as they do need to be told, but as long as those stories are being told, that's fine. There's nuance, and I understand. Like uh, for reward ceremonies and popular entertainment, it gets to a point where uh, mm-hmm. it, it seems like it's just award bait. But you know, it's mainly because award it's, bait. Yes. Let me get away from something controversial and go to the moon landing. Okay. All right. How many? films are we going to see about our glory days of going to the moon? Like, what have you done for me lately? Like, why do we keep retelling that oh, story? Oh, I'm about to see uh, First Man tonight. Uh, so, it's funny you oh, mentioned yeah, that. Oh, yeah, right. That's a great example. Yeah, that just came out last year. Well, are you know, we... Mount Hebron School was changed to Buzz Aldrin. I know, I love that. Buzz Aldrin, we're from Montclair, New Jersey, was uh, known as Montclair's second man on the moon, according to a yeah. flag. So yeah, and, um, yeah. At first, people didn't believe that he was from Montclair. They just thought it was the buzz. <laughs> okay, now this guy's like, if you sign up, I'll give you a bunch of money, and then you can go get prostitutes. And everyone's I like, yeah. Oh, I must have cut no catch. Let's do it. Only catch, my friends, is STD. <laughs> now the thing is. They all came there to sign up. He doesn't need to do this. No, but he's saying, like, one more night before indentured servitude, why don't you go out and fuck a prostitute? And uh, They don't They don't okay. know it's indentured. 
Well, I mean, it's they're still saying like, before you go and start your job, why don't you go have sex with the prostitute? And here we are. Right, exactly. This and is not, so, yeah. the guy takes a liking to Shaft, so Shaft apparently gets one of the nicest girls, but when he gets to the hotel room, I don't agree. Oh, here she there is? Here she is. And he's like, I'll tell you the truth, I'm not going to fight it, baby, and he starts to do it with her. But something will call him away, and when he runs away, she's going to be upset. Like she really wanted to sleep with this. Oh yeah, well, I mean, here she, she is, taking her clothes is, off. Is that the greatest woman ever? Yeah. Oh, here we go. So we got to mark this in the comment section. Just I think she had some sort of accident or something because her butt has a crack right down the middle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, there's something going on. He's going to stop. He clearly is a camel rider, too. But Right. All right. Oh, brothel trouble. Are they looking, they're going after him, or? Yeah. I, I'm not sure what it is, but he's like, I'm out of here, baby. And she gets upset, and she even says something like, damn it. Even though it's a foreign language. Let's right. listen, yeah. Finn. Watch this, yeah. Oh. Nadine. Nadine. It sounds like she said, God damn it. Yeah, that's what she said. But he Watch just this guy jumped. Jump. I could never do this. Watch this. All right. I'm still shocked Boom. by Richard Roundtree's jump. Yeah, wow, that's real time. Real yeah, practical if I did jump. That, I, I, I jump over a fence, and there's something in my crotch that's like, you know, behind it. Well, people, hurts so bad. You could break your feet. You could break your feet landing like that. Yes. Like the way Richard Roundtree fell. You see his jump? He yeah. Jumped over. It was jumped over impressive. the person. Uh, he jumped over with a candlestick. See, I don't understand what happened and who they're beating up and why there's a chain. Yeah, there's like a market and he gets away and then people just start pounding on the other people. Now, um, Shaft is going to get bitten, right? Yeah. And he's go it's going to draw blood. But then on the next scene, there's no his mark. Hand is, he gets bitten in the hand, but and it's fine. Yeah, next yeah. scene is fine. Just like in Bugs Bunny cartoons, where someone yeah. would be poofed, but, you know, blown up. And okay, once again, the guy's just going to die. But first, he's going to bite him. Every name you know, who's paying you and who sent you after me? But if I tell you, he'll kill me. I don't. I'll kill they you. Kill me. Yeah, see, I got it. Right, right. You've seen movies before. Yeah. Well, if you don't tell me, I'm going to kill you. All right. It's... Don't save me. I do this for you. I'll do it. Now, there was a sequel to Shaft in 2000 with Samuel L. Jackson, and Samuel Reaver. L. Jackson played the. The. Cud, the I bit him. You're right. He played the cousin, it's like, like nephew or something like the that? Niece, yeah, the nephew. nephew. I've seen that movie. That's John Singleton. It's a great film. It was a great film? It was Do a you great film. I see it? Absolutely. Christian Bale plays okay. the white shit heel villain, and he is just fucking odious, man. It's a great film. Like, he's just this, oh, like, kind wait, of rich. Maybe I did see it. He's like a is rich there kid. A guy? Yeah, and he's just. He, he disses the drug dealer. Yeah. And, but it, okay, I did see it, and that was a good, good scene. Yeah, and Samuel L. Jackson is great in that movie. And Richard Roundtree does show up, you're right, as his uncle. 
and he's like a character. So he says to him, next time, don't bite off more than you can chew. Uh, hands off is what I would say. <laughs> There's stuff like that is all throughout this film. Well, I see. This guy in James Bond. The camel scene. He goes, do you ride a camel? He goes, no, I ride ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very nine, uh, 2000 thing to say. Okay, so there is right now, 2019, in production, another sequel to Shaft. Huh. And Samuel L. Jackson, again, will be the nephew. And there's this guy named Jesse Usher. Okay. And he's going to he play like John a younger Shaft? Shaft the Interesting. All right. Uh, you know, um, I it's like It's been him. shot. It's in post-production right now. So, you know, it's cool because, you, you know, the, they usually, like, you, you have a hit movie, and the sequels follow the characters and the storylines from the previous movie. And if there's a continuing third movie, then those characters are brought in. And some movies like, yeah. uh, you know, Friday the 13th and, and Halloween, they keep the Dr. Loomis in there. They keep some character or new characters show up. Right. And they but then we just got to a point where, like, we know what the idea is. It's a killer doll. Why don't we just reboot Chucky and call it Child's Play and just yeah. start all over again and just do it, you know, it's more people are going because of the story and not because of the characters from the previous series. You know what I right. mean? Like, they don't care. They don't care. People are there for the for the concept. But so th- now, yeah. Well, okay. It's basically these are the people who signed up, and they're all getting in the hole, and it's all voluntary. But look, it's the nympho. And she, you know, Shaft notices, and she noticed, you know. They had to put these, they're putting these people in, like, a slave galley, and he noticed, and... Uh, but it's voluntary. It's like, this is the hold where you will do your journey. It's all all voluntary, but, yes, it's... I mean, you can tell why this was made. It touches the buttons of... But it still goes on today. 73 is still much closer to serious racism times, you know. You keep mentioning... Uh, You know, John John Shaft, I mean, Richard Roundtree, he was in Rude. Right. Oh, you knew that, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Uh, Yeah, he plays... Let's see here. Um, Oh, yeah, he was in City Heat with Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds. Okay. Oh, do you not like that film? I think it's so good. No, it's a good movie. I think that's a Clint Eastwood movie, right? It's directed oh, by the director, maybe. No, it might be someone else. Well, he's also in from Dust to Dawn. Is a great moment. No, that's Jim Brown. I'm fucking. Sorry. He plays the slave Sam Bennett in Roots in '77. So Shaft already happened, and that's probably why he got picked. Right. No Star Trek movie in the uh, connection in this. I tried real hard. See, all those guys are down in the in the. Uh, well, they're making the a parallel to slavery. Yeah. Well, these guys are just walking around above the ship. So now the nympho is talking to the trader, saying, "You get Shaft to my room," and he's like, "Bullshit!" And he goes, if, "She says if you don't, I will tell the boss that you raped you know you, you you me, and you know it'll do to you." Wow. Rape. That's our rape connection. That's why I rape. Well, it is also like getting the clitoris removed. In small groups <laughs> for fresh air. I can't believe that's a real thing, any you know today, but it is. It is, it's and, and so, in the United States. It, what? Isn't there like some the courts rule? It was in the okay. U.S. Yeah. 
for, for the religious that I reasons. find very hard to believe in today's day and age. All right, so they're they're above ground. I guess they're getting some rest. Well, they get exercise. Yeah, and now she's like, "Come on, follow me." She made sure that Shaft was one of the first people led upstairs to get fresh air and have exercise, so that she could bump into him. She is a Serbian actress. She didn't do much. Um, Back, I read a New York Times review of this film, and they called her a Yugoslavian actress because. It was before it was broken up. Right now, she, she, he's saying stuff like, I Joey. am too white. And she's like, come on, Shaft. <laughs> You're a terrible actor, Shaft. Again, like you said before, it defeats the whole espionage thing because everyone knew right off the bat. That's right. Throughout this whole film, there's almost no mystery. Every Everything is above board and revealed. You're still interested. You're still watching the whole thing. There's right. action. There's fights. There's stuff. Well, you got human lives at stake. You got everyone on this ship, who's, you know, and you want to make sure that yeah. he takes them down, so they can free these guys. So Captain Steubing has given them a very good. Yeah, see, she's got a great cabin, and the other guys are sleeping. For also, you know, like you talk about Shaft not having any morals. Those guys are down in the dingy part of the boat, and now they're exercising. And he's like, you know what? Whatever, I'm going to go have sex. Actually, I mean, you're, I'm, I'm with you on that statement. But actually, he's like, you're not turning me on, baby. I got too much on my mind. Yeah, no, that's great. Awesome. But they do have sex, right? Yeah, in the end, of course, because that's why you go to the movies in '73, and it's Shaft. Right, he's it's gonna have, so he knows that like he's having sex while these other people are down in the ba- in the Hello, bottom Mr. of the boat. Mr. Shaft. And she will say to him, "You're the first man who ever made love to me properly." Huh? Right, new. It's you old should news. listen now. He's asking, "How big is your penis?" Also, that son of a bitch. You can usually tell by the size of a man's nose or the length and thickness of his thumbs. Keep listening. All right. I always look for a man with prominent nose and long, thick thumbs. Baby, you're not turning me on. I got too many things on my mind. Too many things on my mind. Shaft. Oh. He's, I, we might have missed it, but he's like, man it's so cold in here, my, it shrunk to eight inches. Uh, 20 inches, we did miss it. You know? That's what he says, though. Yeah. The man who pays my kids. Yeah, she's just another, yeah, another woman just hanging out to, uh, naked. A lot of the full from- You know, in the same way that there's CGI and everything's above board today, if you're going to be naked in a movie today, you've got to be the Playboy bunny, you know? Well, you know, they're showing like full, everyone, including Shaft, has been completely naked. But the way the camera yeah. is and the angles is, we don't see their like privates. For That's a private right. eye, there's no eyeing privates in this movie. <laughs> you know, like it's just, but you see the butt and you see their tits. And, you see like, your butt, you see your boobs. Full backle nudity. Yeah, the full backle nudity for him too. No hidden gun. Look. Yeah, so he's a- like um, still denying her. He great. found the tape recorder. What network? What network? Uh, so American. He uh, wants, yeah. She says that she will reveal the guy's name and everything where he lives if he'll do it with her. And will that turn him on? Or he's like, well, job, Tell job. me first, and I'll decide. 
Tell maybe, me first, and then I'll. Maybe the back. network was American Booty uh, National NBC National Booty Call. <laughs> NBC. You know, hang a sec, Carl. Keep talking, all right? Okay. Right now, it's like Mike said. She's sitting, and we should be able to see, but her knee is concealing. It's well directed in that way. Now, Richard Roundtree. Uh, he was a model in 63. There's something called the Ebony Fashion Fair, and he had success there. I don't know. He was good. So he started doing commercials, Johnson products, Duke Hair Grease, which is a very black product, Salem Cigarettes, which was very um, was predominantly smoked by black people, and those were the ads. He joined a Negro ensemble company. In 67, you could say Negro. Uh, they did in their title of their company, and he did. they did The Great White Hope. And he was the star of it, so that's he took off. Oh, very cool! I'm I'm back. We have a live show happening. He was in Earthquake in '74 with the same director. Oh, this director was reputed reputed for just freaking out on people, blowing up at the cast, really, up at the actors. The, yeah, the, really this director of right now, Africa. Yeah, the director of King Kong with Jeff Bridges, the director of Wow. Towering Inferno and those are like all big, high tense, high tense, full, stressful jobs, right? I mean, it's not like romance in Central Park movies. Well, it's probably that you know, yeah, he always did action movies. The reason his career declined might be because he kept freaking out on the wrong people. I mean, people got to be stars. Oh, she had the same sort of accident. Maybe I'm wrong about the... Maybe that's part of the human anatomy, that crack. I can never see my... Okay, he found the tape recorder and, and stopped it. But look, she hit another... She had another one on there. It's kinky. Here's our traitor. He's got a key because there's no... There's no magnetic card in 73. Right, yeah. This is back when the boats had no magnetic card trips. The keys would hang on a hook, and you'd be given it for the room. If you, I've never been on a cruise ship, but they would give you like a card to enter a room. Boom! He shot him right before you yeah. even had a chance. See that spot? Yeah, that little one. Good point. Now, I once point again, out. they're way casual about it, and there's a dead guy and a murder. And, and all right, so this is what I'm talking about. Him. So all his companions are underneath the boat right now, trying to sleep in the in the galley, as it were, and he's there just and sleeping in bed. Late. Yeah. And at one point, like, while she's asleep after sex, he's like, I'm going to go and free these guys. Or Right. Now, when he was in the hold earlier, he was, like, uh, helping a guy with his wound. Yeah. And, and then another man gave him a drink because he had done that. So, but you're right. Wow, she's gorgeous. Yeah, so what they're going to do now is they're going to go together and get on a boat for some reason and get away from the ship. I don't know why. All right. But a bad guy sees them, one of the workers on the ship, and he throws a knife at Shaft. I guess because he's stealing the boat, I guess. Here he is. Yeah, they all have weapons on him. Oh, time to use my weapon. I'll throw it at him. You know what? He was uh, knives must be pretty cheap because I would not. Th I'd be stingy. I would not throw my knife uh, in a boat because I'll probably right. go straight Wait, into the water. Okay, am I behind you? He, did he just pull the knife out? 
Yeah, he just pulled a knife out. Well, he's he's, oh, a pro- okay. no, he's, he's walking up there. He's sneaking up there. I'll, I'll okay. tell you the time. Now, she goes, look out, Shaft. So he shoots them after he throws the knife. But guess where the knife went? Uh, it is 125 and 15 seconds. Okay, I'm fine. Oh, she's dead. Yes, and once again, she got hit by a knife, and so poof, she's dead. Like yeah, how cold. Oh, you know, we should also add to a list of uh, things that piss me off is that if you want to make someone unconscious, you just knock them on the head, and then right. they, they wake up, the knock them on the head, and they'll come to you in a room covered in sand. I always wanted to do a comedy movie in which it's an action hero and he goes to do all that stuff and it just, it's not working out because it's, you know, it's got a real life. Ow! Yeah. Damn it. I'll let to do something like that like where it's choking like, him, right? And it doesn't take a minute. I should uh, mention, <laughs> Anthony, help yourself to those muffins. I made muffins for the bake sale and never happened. Yeah, they're blueberry ginger mu- uh, muffins. Who are you talking to? Okay. There's really muffins? What's that? Can you mail I saw two me a people muffin? came in and they left. Yeah. You know what? Do me a favor. Just close those windows and I'll just... The windows in the studio. Yeah. All right. Let's run full Yeah, this is a live show. We want to make sure that we seamlessly <laughs> flow into the next show. The next show is live, so if you're listening... I got it. Uh, if you're listening... Okay, so we're, uh, back in, yeah. we're back in the room. You know, the war... Uh, you know, his... Where all the magic happens. And he's learning... Everything's fucked up. Uh, Crew member's dead. The girl's gone. We don't know where. Which we run a but, respectable business. You're ruining it. You make us come off but like seeming. everyone's... Yeah. They got to Paris and everyone's on the bus heading to their home, their new home in Paris. So is he like... Uh, captain's, captain's like, you, this is going to cost you extra? Yes. Yeah, you totally know movies. Yes. All He's right. like, this is going to cost you extra, or you get yourself a new captain. This guy is Glenn Edwards. He was in one of the Bond films. Let me just look it up. Yeah, he's pretty good. He looks like he's doing a good job acting. All right, let's listen to him. He just hung up. Oh, he just did it. This is going to cost you more. He's now learned that the girl is missing, and he must know. Yeah. Later on, when he confronts Shaft, there is going to be a moment of commiseration, which they're not friends or anything, but he's like, they both are lamenting that the girl died. It's kind of weird because you're supposed to hate him, and there's a dynamic of you know, this is what emotion, and they both are touching on it together. It's she must give really good head. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what their connection is, right? Like, Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, <laughs> That's that's the look they give each other. Like she was a good fun lady. Wrote sonnets about it. Yeah, right. Don't blow this job. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, changed my mind on that. It's who's in the trunk, people. Great, yes, welcome. They're now arriving without oh. a truck fire uh, at their new he- their new quarters. Oh, this is where they, they get them. So they're in Paris. Rent must be cheap in Paris. Not for these guys. 
Wow, how many people oh, well, were no, in that? They're not all getting apartments. They're all going to be in like bunks and. Oh, so it's like oh, I got you. So when they shot the scene, did they really put thirty people in that truck? I mean, production's notes didn't speak to that, but you saw it. It yeah, really looked like it really looked thing. like. I think this director plays rough when it comes to, to uh, stunts and sex scenes. They you probably know. got in there because it was like, "Come on, come on, damn it, get in the truck, get in the truck." All right, let's do another take. I had B-roll. Yeah. Yeah, but this is, we only had the one truck. We had to get it from different angles, people leaving. Okay, so this guy shows up and he goes, hello, I am here. I am your, the greatest guy for you guys. I will teach you everything. Let's listen to his okay, sure. spiel. Come on, listen to Pearl. Me, Perrault, your friend. Me tell you what to do, where go, where work. Shaft is the front row seat. I pick up yeah. money. Your money. Save you time. Pay back cost of your journey. Thanks, man. This room. Sounds great. Food. Richard Roundtree was Hello. in Theodore Rath. What's your favorite? Everything. Yeah, no, I mean, I've seen him around. I, I feel oh. bad I said from dusk to dawn, but he, uh, he's a great character actor that... Uh, Pops up in the oddest things sometimes, but he he has a different approach each time he performs. You know, like uh, someone like John. Well, later Schaff, in his career, I think he was just working to work. I mean, he was in Corky Romano. Yeah, but I'm saying like he had a softer comedic presence. Like he knows how yeah. to play the the scene. He knows how to play Corky Romano. He knows how to play John You're Shaft. Right. So that's one of the reasons yeah, like why I like him. The, um, he was the uh, commentator in uh, Speed Racer. Oh, that's crazy. And, I did not know that. That, that two-hour movie, Speed Racer? Right. And he was a former racer who Speed Racer looked up to, and huh. he had become a commentator. Now, at the time I was watching that movie, I didn't know he was Shaft. It's so funny. Like, I've, you know, we grew up watching Speed Racer, and Speed Racer is a 22-minute cartoon, or 18-minute cartoon. Yeah. And then the movie is like two hours and like 13 minutes. It's like... And it was so cool, that racetrack and the crowd. Uh, it was it was like eating cotton candy in like a, in a neon sign factory. It just was so much. <laughs> it was a little too much, you know, for two but and a half. the car was so bad, I was mocking it. Uh, yeah. Get it's, it? Yeah. No, no, tell me that joke five more, four more times, so you'll be Mach yeah, 5. Yeah, right, Mach 5. Look at that. So he's saying, you've had a long journey, you deserve some rest, I'll be back in three hours to pick you up. He used his thumb, he did the European style of doing three. So he puts a bunch of francs on the table, and he goes, you guys split it up. Oh, so he is really ripping this guy, let him off. See, they're all, give me the francs. Now, some guys are going to come looking for Shaft, but you see, he's already ducking out. Yeah, he's he's not waiting in line for the Franks. He's out of there. He's going upstairs. Well, he's learned, like, who's the ringleader, and, like, he's kind of, he doesn't need to be undercover anymore. Well, it doesn't matter, because they, it was never undercover to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, but in the setup, you, you see the tiles are real loose. They could just, they're not that's, really... That's Richard Roundtree doing this. Yeah, he's escaping. But he's climbing up a roof and they're shooting it. Yeah, for no reason he's escaping because he doesn't know those... Uh, I think he might have looked out the window and saw the guys. I'm right. not sure. Oh. So they're saying, no, he's not here. He's in the next 
he's, his room is the next room over. And so they start roughhousing a guy who's, who, you know, where's, they don't say Shaft. Right. Where's Alias? Where's Shaft's Alias name? It's like Chowee or something like that. Is this a restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, he's just using the phone, and they left the uh, door. As soon as he got to Paris, he was to call this number. He was. Oh right. He got that when he got his stick and his that camera. Map. All right. So where's Shaft? In that room. Right. He's in the next. Oyo, your name Oyo. Whoa! Punch in the gut. And this guy is a Lap. good Samaritan. Look at this good Samaritan. It's pistol whip. Yeah. He was helping out his and- friend. Another punch in the ear. Out, see? Oh, pistol whips that guy. These are like really Green nasty stunts, man. He boxed the guy in the ear when he was unconscious, and that guy fell on the ground. He's punching now, him with the gun. Really fucked up happened. Oh, start a fire. Yeah. And guess what's gonna happen? The cathedral's gonna burn down. No, what? <laughs> Michael. What? <laughs> oh, I'm too, offended. Too soon. Too soon, yeah. Notre Dame, the greatest thing ever. It's all half burnt. Oh, yeah. No, I know that was I want bad. my hunchback. Yeah. yeah. Your hunchback. That's good. Yeah, he would only... He would only... Oh, it's not humpback. I was going to do like he would only ring the bells on Wednesday. But because it was a hump day. It's not a hunchback. Day. Every day for every was hey, Hunch Day. In elementary school, they called him Camel. Wow, this fire is like real. The, the, the staircase is way on fire. Right, and everybody dies. And it kind of doesn't advance the... Well, here's a stuntman on fire. Yeah, yep. yeah it's real. And he keeps he running... Down those stairs and they Look at that, and then they drop like uh, burning uh, logs after after he leaves. This must be one okay, take. So Jack called his contact name and they brought him into the police and we're about to meet a character. The whole point of this character is to be wrong about everything. Oh, there's the girl. Inspector Cousin, John Shaft. Cornhole, that's where they did it. Now, his name is Perot, uh, not Perot, it's Pierrot. It sounds like that, Perot. His name's Jack Harriman. He was in National Lampion's European Vacation as the hotel desk clerk. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. Yeah. The hey, whole point of this guy is to be wrong. Can I get a redo on that joke when they had sex in the corn hut? Wouldn't they be having sex in the cornhole? In the you know, cornhole. When you said you wanted to have sex in the cornhole, this is not what I was thinking. Yeah, when you said you wanted to ride my ass, I didn't mean the, you'd the, be the, in the cornhole. Okay, good. All right, I'm glad I got that joke. All right, yeah, let's yeah let's move on because that's open mic material. I mean, it's just not developed. I'll find him. So there's our Greek actor, and there's our. I'm grateful, Monsieur, but from the daughter, and we guess why she's there is to. They're working together, and he's saying, "Thank you for your help, Chef. You can go now. We'll take care of it." And he goes, "No, this is personal. I'm going after this guy." And, uh, hello, Griswolds. Yeah, hi, we're the Griswolds, and we have a uh, room. I see mm-hmm. Americans. <laughs> not that one, not that one. All right. There were two hotel scenes in that movie. The one you just described was with a younger man. He was a famous English comedian. And the, the whole point of that scene was he was gross, and it was bad accommodations when they told it was going to be four-star. Gotcha. 
Oh, I gotcha. Well, I, it's been a while since. When I, I read his credit, he was in National Loon's European Vacation. I quickly did like hotel scene, and I got two entries, and he was in the second one. Oh, very cool. Now Shaft comes back, and look, you, they're holding the crowd back, but not Shaft. He gets to come right in. Yeah, well, VIP. Now we're getting finally morality in this film. Like Shaft is finally saying, I guess this is fucked up. You know, Samuel L. Jackson was the same way in that movie. He was all business. It wasn't about... Right. Well, that was the beauty of the first movie, too, is that he, as a private investigator, he is all business. You know, he, he has but, to... But, but he softens every movie okay now he's going to give the guy a speech what like, is the law doing about the, the shitheads who charge 100 francs a month to stay in a crap house like this why don't you really clamp down on the slave trade I'll tell you why because the black ghettos of Paris is as far away from the Champs-Élysées as 125th Street is from Park Avenue you need a bunch That's of good. poor bastards to work Ties with your roads in your goddamn kitchens so don't lay any of that law will punish some shit on me so far. Oh, I love Schaffen. Everything is direct. You know, it's it doesn't mince mm-hmm. words. All right, he's done. He's he said his say to the, the captain. Last time I okay, said so here is that mean exploitative guy. He's like, see, I told you I'd be back. Oh yeah. Attack. Where do you take the money you collect? All right, yeah, you burned down the hotel. Now he's going to learn the address itself. So he's getting closer and closer to the villain. Exactly right. And he's going to end up in that room where we always saw the guy with the map of Africa. That's oh, going to succeed. So that's the first five minutes of this movie, it's going to show up in the last half hour. That's right. All right. They're going to read the thing that the brother etched, and that's going to lead them to the, the dungeon. All right, cool. And the backstory of that dungeon is it was a, a Vichy Gestapo prison. Just to make it like the most horrible thing ever. So he just walked in the front door, no lock. And he has a gun? Where did he get the gun? It, he stole the Luger from the guy he killed when he signed up. Oh, because yeah, because he he wasn't allowed a piece, iron. So he kept it in his crotch, and nobody thought anything of it. They said, "Oh, everybody in this movie carries weapons. It's not a big deal." Now, why is the place torn up? I don't know. So I was looking for a piece of paper. See, so I brought down. Oh, here comes somebody. Now he will take this guy's gun and use it throughout the rest of the film too. Pew pew pew. One shot. In true movie style, he rolled over the... Yeah, right. So it's a combination of two things we've seen in this movie. It's a bloodless shot with one little pinhole and the director's sadistic uh, zeal of having aggressive stuns occur. Like, he didn't have to fall over. And the guy was immediately dead. And then he fell over a a, a staircase. Now he's found... I mean, Shaft is winning. He's in the room. Okay. 
See, oh, it's uh, only you, baby. Damn close, baby. Oh, she doesn't die tragically by uh, uh, errant knife. I'm happy to inform you, ruin this movie for you. She does not die tragically. Okay. And she doesn't end up with Shaft. Oh, good. And she skips that appointment in February. It all works out. <laughs> now, for some reason, they think he knows where Shaft is or something. So we're back to our dungeon from the beginning right. of the film. Yeah. This is a tunnel. And Yeah, and there's not light at the end of the tunnel. It's all lit. Well, it's weird because when they were running out of it, that wasn't the end of the tunnel. That was the start of the tunnel. All right, never mind. Now, somehow, the survivors of the fire end up here locked up. It doesn't... How did they get there? God, that's so crazy. So that fire killed a lot of people, but the remainders are are now in prison in this dungeon. Right, and look how many remainders there are. I mean, there's only 30 people on that truck. Everyone survived the hotel fire only to wind up in a dungeon? Yeah. Because they're going to torture Now we're going to see a Fishburger's reenactment. Fishburger's being our old public... Nurse uh, Jeremy. That's the old public access comedy show we did. And they tickle them! They're zapping a Look how old school the thing is. I know, they got to... Crank the hand, uh, crank the handle. Why don't they get one of the slaves to do it? To torture? It's gross. Because they get a kick uh, out. No, of the it. manual labor of cranking. I'm not doing that. Okay, if it's for torture, I'll do it. Now she's crying. Oh, she saw the mark. I don't know how she knows it's the brothers etching, but she does. This is where they killed. Killed who? Brother. How does she he wrote this in our language? Oh, because oh, it's in their it language. It was in his language. In their language. Did they, because when we saw that in the beginning, I didn't really know what that was. I mean, I knew he had something, but I, I guess so. Uh, I don't think I even recognized he asked it. But you mentioned Oh, it. well, I had told you. He yeah. Was, it looked like he was trying to get out of his handcuffs. Here's a, the like reading. The second time I saw the film, I knew it and as he was doing it, so I thought it'd be best to tell you. So they read his thing. It's like a castle in a... He described, and they're just figuring out at the library. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so weird. They, they, took, they went to a library. <laughs> okay. And they're not or doing it in the library. It, like, yeah, against... and the librarian's like, le shush. <laughs> right, it's a French library. You know, that library, and you make fun of her, but when she comes home at night and she removes the pencil from her bun and shakes off her hair and uh, unbuttons her tongue, she's a real party girl. <laughs> right. She goes to work, she puts on those glasses and it's spoke. Okay, so here's the leader, and he's yeah. in his own dungeon. And he's like, what's going on? Does he know where the shaft is? No. What, you know, the, the form of communication must have broke down when the CEO is in his own dungeon. That shouldn't be. Shouldn't well, have to visit. Now he's yelling at them. But because of you troublemakers and that black bastard shaft, I have to leave this country. Shaft. So, shaft. I'm going to bury you all, along with the evidence. Oh, so shit. Here comes Shaft. Driving a shaft now, what car. Do, I don't know why, but he's going to blow up his whole dungeon. 
with 10 in it. Why? Is he, is he driving an automatic? With a name like Shaft, he's driving this dick. Yeah. He killed uh, three people with his car now. I know, it's great, like a video game. He weaponizes everything he touches and sexualizes every... He's Shaft. Yeah. Roll over. Yeah, he really got him. Again, now this, look, look at this stud. He just car. smashes right into the stone circuit. For no reason. He really didn't need to do that. This director is just... And then the car blows up. Yeah, and way too much... In a perfect movie style, way too much explosion yeah. for what it should have been. And also very close to the stunt person running up the staircase. Like, do they have to redo these shots and get a new car and do a new smashy smash here? Or is it just one take? And they like... spent $2 million on this film. I mean, they in 63 money. They only made a yeah. million and a half, but... Well, the second one was Shaft's Big Score, which is a great title. I don't think I've ever seen that one. I didn't see it. I saw Shaft, of course, but... Yeah, I've seen Shaft, and I've seen the reboot, and... Now, look how Shaft has succeeded. Yeah. He's all the way to the, you know, first, the scene of the first, the first scene of the movie. Now we're going to have a moment in which... Oh, this is the, the talk you're talking the hero, about. Right, let's... Do you see the guy rigging up the explosive charges? Yeah. Now we're going to have that strange moment in which this is a good movie because oh, the hero and the villain are right. Because well, he's human, been. This is good. Like it's funny. Related. I should mention. It reminds me of that. Uh, Clint Eastwood directed movie where uh, Kevin Costner is the villain and uh, Clint's trying to find him and yeah. is this cat and mouse game and at the end they have like one scene together so this is a cat right. and mouse movie where they've been trying to, to find this guy and finally in the last scene they talk yeah Shaft bends the mouse and he becomes the cat right so here he they poses are this mouse. Now. Like, maybe we should listen because it's the climax sort of it's, it's a climax. It's a. It closes two heroes' circles. Yeah, so they're literally around yeah. the corner from each other. I played the tapes. Now they don't see I each other. I listened to you making love to her. But they're in the How shot together, for most of it. Why did you have to kill her? One of your men threw a knife. She was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Errant knife. And why wasn't knife. her body still on board ship? Promised her a boat ride. I promised her a boat ride. Well, she would have liked that. Well, I think it's the politics of it right, too, so because it looks like she left with him, so they have to. Right. You know, they don't realize that she's dead. I've got. Now look, that guy got speared, and they're free now. Yeah, right. They were able to break the lock. And they're sneaking up behind the bad guy. Look down at your feet. Oh, so while the hero and villain blah, blah, blah for the final time, these guys are sneaking up to take down the villain. Right. And Shaft doesn't know that, and he takes a risk, and he's saved by those guys, but he doesn't know they're there, so he really took a risk. This is the second time someone saved Shaft's ass. And they're saying, you know, he's saying, don't come around here because I'm going to blow this place up, and if you don't believe me, look at the charges under your feet, and... 
So Shaft's going to pretend to disarm, but he's really got his Luger. Yeah, he's got two guns on him. He's double fisting guns. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he missed. Well, every time you shoot a Shaft, you miss. They got him. <laughs> every time you shoot a Shaft, you miss. Yeah. It's like Star Wars. They train those stormtroopers. And those are those are laser beams. This is the speed of light. Right. They would take the stormtroopers to the target range, and they go, <laughs> "No, you hit it. You hit it." No, not a headshot. Excellent score. You failed. Now look what they do with the bad guy. They throw him in the pool, so the stuntman hits a shallow pool. It's a fountain. So right. Shaft is now inspecting, and he sees that everyone's gone. Oh, so now he can set off the dynamite? Well, the dynamite's set up, so he's going to use it to destroy the... They're waterboarding the actor right now. They're giving him a well, forced baptism. Well, they're drowning him. It's a forced baptism, Carl. It's a forced baptism. Boom. TNT. And they, they spent money on this. Yeah. They found a location to blow up their tunnel. What was that beforehand? So weird. It was the... That's the dungeon where the Vichy Gestapo... Okay, now we have our guy show up who's been wrong the whole film. Right. And he flips and lets Shaft off the hook even though he's murdered. And Good, because we got to get going. Look at all this scene. He's oh, a dead how body. Oh, on time? Well, well, we'll make sure that the next show has five minutes. If you guys are listening live, keep listening. we got a great live show coming up. Live entertainment. There's the dead There he is, Flo, the Deadpool. And he's like, this is terrible. And he just raises his eyebrows like, yeah, I see a burning car and a dead body. Shaft gets ready to eat a lot of shit. Unless you hurry, you're going to miss your place. Surprise! The guy's letting him go. Why does a guy get a cab around here? You know where I can download the Uber app. <laughs> no need, monsieur. Takes a taxi. Take my voiture. I don't know if I want to go in there. It says ice. It's a police car, you idiot. Oh, he's got to roll his eyes. Right, he puts the black person in the back of the police car. How racist. Okay, here he is on his way home now. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Surprise. It's a love interest. Is this the same exact set from the beginning of the film? Yeah. Is that the same plane? Maybe. No, they they sat a little bit in the middle. That's at the end of it. There it is, Global Airlines. Courtesy, and we probably have some great music. And they should fly right. They need... Well, how, did they, how did they shoot? Oh, okay, we made it's the credits. over and the ending cuts off. So. Okay, well, that's great. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We're going to wrap out soon. Carl, you're picking the movie next week and I'm researching it. What'd you pick? Oh, you're going to research yeah, it? Yeah, is that cool? Wow. Yeah, I was all ready to research it. We all half know it. All uh, right. But I want to talk to you about it. Okay. It says, after I inspected it, it says free, but because you have to watch commercials. It's all right. So will that wreck up yeah, that won't people be. at home? So they just mentioned Ethiopia. So what's the movie and we'll get out of here? The movie is 1981, the famous Terminator for N- free on YouTube. Nice, courtesy of YouTube movies. Right. And so we can say our podcast will be back.
We'll be back. All right, so we're watching the original Terminator next week, courtesy of YouTube Movie Channel. And thank you, thank Carl, you, so YouTube, much. And thank you, Mike. Seriously, you picked the movie. So when I saw this, I was like, this is a rare opportunity. A Hollywood Thank you for letting me watch Terminator before we do this. Not a problem. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Guys, Thanks, thank you so man. much. Carl.sucks and carlsucks.com or Carl's website. And you can find yeah. me wherever. And thank you guys yeah. so much. We love that you subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeer By Michael Hi, this is Carl I'm Mike's friend I I wrote this song My turn-ons are French poodles Chinese German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Michael. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty, this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. 
but we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> Oh, my God.